You bet it is uh, 7.06. Good time to stay in out of the rain and hang with us. Uh, we're here for the duration until around 10 to 8. Greg Brady coming back at that time. So uh, lots to discuss and get through over the next uh, little while anyway. We're talking about your employment rights, uh, severance, uh, independent contractors, your boss. You are the boss. Uh, workplace harassment, anything you want to talk about and bring on, we would love to talk to you. Phone lines are uh, are open and ready to go in that regard. So we will uh, we'll get at it. What do you say? Sounds, uh, sounds like a, an absolute plan 416-870-6400 star 640 on cell you want to send an email along beautiful help at employmentlawyer.ca is the uh, the way we roll now i know in just a bit if not right now leor you want to talk about the uh, pocket employment lawyer too I, I a lot to talk about a lot a lot of exciting things happening and and uh, we're going to talk about the pocket employment lawyer i look that look at it as an extension of the show the ability to ask questions whenever you want but uh, you know, it's it's time to take advantage of us being here. So call us right now with those questions, any issues with your employment, any problems with your employment, any concerns, bad days that you've had. Uh, maybe a new contract is in front of you. What does it mean? Should you sign it? Uh, maybe your boss changed some terms of employment. Can they do that? Can they reduce your pay? Can they not? Uh, call us. Let's uh, let's discuss that. And John, I think I'll throw a couple of uh, cases on the week that was. What do you think of that? You bet. Do it. So a couple situations that came across my desk uh, as we wait our first calls. First one uh, involved a, a lady who had been with the same employer doing administrative tasks for about uh, 12 years, long time. Well, uh, earlier this year, uh, they decided to let go of her co-worker. Uh, Cost-cutting, so the, her co-worker was gone, but they decided not to replace her co-worker and instead to give this lady the job that her co-worker right. had. So essentially, they doubled the workload. Not to mention, of course, they didn't double her pay, uh, but they doubled the workload. She did her best to try to manage it. It was extremely difficult, uh, I'm told. She'd have to work uh, a weekend. She'd have to work late. Uh, she was essentially doing two jobs. Eventually, it took a toll on her, yep. and it, it got bad enough. She had to go off on a, on a stress leave. She talked with the company. She told them, can you do something? Can you bring help? said, sorry, we can't, uh, can't do that, can't afford it. Uh, it it's you. Uh, and then she called me and she wanted to know, what do I do here and, and how do I manage? She's still on a medical leave. She doesn't want to go back because of the fact that uh, she knows it's going to impact her health again. She just physically can't do it. But after 12 years, you don't just you know walk away. Right. So, so here's the thing, John. Uh, her employer, what they did here is uh, they changed the terms of employment. Yep. She had a job. Now she has this job times two. That's now what she signed up for. Well... In doing that, they've actually constructively dismissed her. They may not have demoted her, they may not have reduced her pay, but they changed her job. They increased it so much that now the job that she has bears no resemblance to the job she had before, and it impacted her health in addition to that. She does not have to continue working in this scenario. She gave it a good try, she gave it a real shot, can't do it, doesn't have to accept it, and in this particular situation, she can treat that as a constructive dismissal, leave with severance. So severance for her is going to be somewhere north of a year's pay, just north of that. And, and that's what we're going to do here. And I wanted to bring this up to remind everyone that and, and this happens. If your boss now all of a sudden makes your job much bigger than it was, puts many more responsibilities on your plate that you didn't have before, maybe because they've restructured or they're cutting costs or realignment, what have you that can result in a constructive dismissal. Your job now is very different. If that happens, 
Tell your employer, I'm going to try it, but I'm not sure how this is going to impact me. If it doesn't work, if you can't manage it, and if your employer insists, you may be able to treat that as a constructive dismissal and leave John with your full severance. How long can she or could have she, you know, kind of grin and bear it till there was no point going back if she had not said anything? You know, after uh, in a situation like this, she should be able to try it out for a while. After a few months, you know, probably three, four months in this situation, she would have been considered to have accepted it. This was just shy of that. I think it was just shy of three months that she was uh, trying it. Uh, so it's fine to try it. Obviously, the shorter, the better. But she's still able to pursue a constructive dismissal. Want to get to some calls here? 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. We'll go back to what we were talking about. Lots more to go on the show, but always, 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 our callers are top priority. Justin, thanks for hanging on. Good evening. How are you? Not bad. How are you? Good, brother. What's uh, what's on your mind? All right. So uh, this is a call from my girlfriend. She's sitting beside me. So she's driving right now. Okay. But basically what happened is is she got hired on at a new job and during the interview process uh they offered her her yearly wage which is salary but they also offered the benefits as well as kilometers because she has to use her personal vehicle to travel to all these locations um so she's she took the job and she worked for two weeks now and it's time for her first paycheck so she submitted her kilometers to her management but they told her right on the spot when she went to hand in her kilometers that they're no longer giving her the benefits nor the kilometers anymore. So my question was, is there anything legal that could be done about that just in terms of maybe a verbal contract during the interview process? So I take it there's nothing in writing. Is that correct? It's not in the contract, no. So the problem with that is this allows them the opportunity to deny that there was ever an agreement. I don't doubt for one second that your girlfriend is obviously telling the truth, but mm-hmm. if they are inclined to lie, it's going to be very difficult to, to say that, no, that wasn't the deal. It becomes a, a he said, she said, which of is course. why it's so important when, when you're agreeing to important terms and you know benefits and, and, and kilometers, those are important terms. It's extremely important to get that in writing, and it doesn't actually have to be in the contract. An email works just as fine. You know, an email from the company or an email to the company confirming that we agreed when I accepted the job that you're going to give me kilometers and benefits. That is good enough. Okay. But if there if there really isn't anything in writing that was kind of contemporaneous, it, it becomes a he said she said scenario. If yeah. they if she can get them to agree. So what I mean by that is if she can get them in an email to agree that they did agree to that, but now they've changed their mind, okay. then she she may be able to number one claim the mileage that she, the, the the kilometers that she drove and mm-hmm. she could potentially treat that as a constructive dismissal as well. Excellent. But to do that, you would have to get something from them to confirm that, yes, even though we did agree with you that we're going to give you that, now it's not happening. Now we've changed our mind. Okay. So I should go about looking. We, we should go about looking in her email to see if there's anything that actually outlines the terms of the initial agreement and mm. present that to them then. Yeah, if there's an email like that, absolutely. If there isn't, what you should do is send them an email now and say, uh, I'm very surprised because when I was hired, we agreed that I'm going to get uh, you know X and Y, and okay. now you're not doing that. And let's see how they respond. Do they respond and saying, yeah, sorry, we changed our mind? Or do they respond and saying, what are you talking about? We never agreed to it. If they uh, respond okay. and say, yeah, yeah, we did change our mind, then we got them. You know what I mean? Perfect. And if we do come across this information in the email what would be our next step do we uh, contact someone like you or do we 
Uh, well, you can contact someone like me, or even better, you can contact me. Yeah, uh, well, that's probably do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then, and yeah, exactly. Let, let, let's have a chat. I'll speak with you and, and your girlfriend, and we'll talk about how to proceed. But number one, they'd have to pay her the, the mileage, no question. And number yeah. two, we may be able to pursue a constructive dismissal as well. Justin, smart call. Uh, well done, and uh, drive safely uh, for the remainder of your trip. And to reach out and yeah, call Lior. He's he's the target of this one for sure. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Again, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred to reach out tomorrow. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. It is just that simple to uh, to carry on from here. Jerry, thank you for hanging on. Good evening. Hi. What's going on, pal? So I worked part-time for a municipality doing security, and I was doing my job getting with some people that were engaged in prohibited activity, and I took action, and as a result of that, management said that they're investigating what I did, and uh, that was back in August, and they haven't, yeah, they took me off the schedule. They didn't tell me what exactly I did wrong, um, and now they're, they've called and said, oh, we, we want to sit down. Like, I, I reached out to them once. I called HR. She didn't know what the heck was going on. So now they called last week and said they want to meet with me tomorrow where I think they're going to be dismissing me. So I just want to know how to proceed with something like this. I really feel that I've been treated unfairly for just doing my job, acting in good faith. Now, Jerry, are you part of a union? No, it's a non-union position. Okay, good. So, so... To be honest with you, in the eyes of the law, you've already been terminated. If you were suspended back in August, gosh, we're, we're now at the uh, end of October, Halloween. Uh, and, and no, that, that's already a termination. You can't suspend someone for, for two months uh, or three months, whatever it is. Uh, it, it's nonsense. So bottom line is whatever happens to more, whether they, if they want to take you back to work and you want to go back to work, fine, have at it. You can already, if you choose, treat this as a termination. And unless they can show that what you did is terrible, that you, you did something really horrible, then they'd have to pay you severance. So I would go in there tomorrow. If they want to take you back and you want to go back, no problem. If they want to terminate, you absolutely are, are owed severance. Again, unless what you did back in August is really bad. Now, how long have you worked there for? I worked there since January. I just took, I took the part-time job while my wife was on mat leave just to help out with the income. Right. And uh, how old are you, Jerry? I'm 37. So you'd be owed around three months' pay. Okay, so about three months' pay is what you'd be owed. They're allowed to let you go. Whether the termination really happened in August or it happens tomorrow, they're allowed to let you go. But again, unless what you did back with this incident that you told us about was really, really bad, they'd have to pay you three months' pay. So if tomorrow the the, the end result is they're letting you go and they're not paying you three months' pay, you gotta call me. Yeah, so they, that, that's what I'm concerned about. They don't have enough to let me go for cause. Mm-hmm. It, it, again, I, I, I don't know too much about what happened, but yeah, yeah. if you're telling me you, you really didn't do anything wrong, then abs- then yeah, they, they wouldn't have any reason to let you go for cause, and they'd have to pay you those three months' pay. Yeah, okay.
Thanks, Jerry. Appreciate that. You want to reach out, uh, do so. Here is the number. Get a hold of Lior and the team. It's one 821 5900 Help at employmentlawyer.ca. We'll get right back into it here. We've got a uh, busy show tonight. Your phone calls 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. And we'll also c- cover the topic of, if you're an employee, never do this. We'll get to that list in the pocket employment lawyer as well. Employment Law Show right here, Global News Radio. 721, come hang with us, ask your questions, make that phone call, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, call through and get your uh, questions answered. Jeremy, I see you there, we'll get to you in just a second, and you as well, plenty of time for you to call in and uh, get some answers, or at least get it started. In that regard, first I want to talk about this, and I covered it right off the top, and I want to get a little more in-depth, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, brand new, loving it. Brand new, uh, very proud of it, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, already uh, getting a ton of traction, a lot of people using it, a lot of people contacting me after they use it. So what happens at pocketemploymentlawyer.ca? Well, I I wanted to give each and every one of you your own employment lawyer right there with you in your pocket all the time. So you grab your smartphone, you go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, and you have a lot of information you can get there about your specific situation. You can get an analysis of your specific specific situation live online easy free anonymous and quick you want to find out if you're an employee or an independent contractor no problem you you want to find out like our previous caller if the company has cause to let you go again pocketemploymentlawyer.ca maybe it's a situation where you want to know if uh, your situation qualifies as harassment or uh, uh, discrimination under the human rights code all of that and more you can do under in pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Probably my favorite one is constructive dismissal. Maybe something happened in the workplace, a change to your job. You want to understand if that is a constructive dismissal, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Uh, it's, it's a great tool. There's nothing like that uh, out there. We created it to allow everyone access, easy access to all your workplace rights. So check it out right now. And if you want, you can contact me directly from there only if you want pocketemploymentlawyer.ca it is a beauty for sure uh, the call, phone number 416-870-6400 star 640 on your cell jeremy thanks for hanging in there how are you great and you good fellow what's uh, what's going on with you tonight um i just had a question regarding my wife it's a little bit confusing um basically she's off on maternity leave right now and while she's been on maternity leave they've been um they made a change and they took away one of her perks, which for us is a substantial perk. It's um, regarding her childcare. She got a discount for her childcare. Now, okay. of course, until she goes back to work, um, our one daughter's in childcare still now, um, three days a week. But the biggest change is going to be when she goes back to work, not getting that discount for now for two kids. So I wasn't how, how sure. much how much money are we talking about approximately? How much more are you going to have to pay now for the two kids ballpark? For two kids, it's around it's just under nine grand a year. So you so, so you're going to have to pay an extra nine grand. Correct. Yes. More, more than you would before they made this change. Correct. Wow. Okay. And and did they give a reason as to why? When she took the position, it was a regional position, yes. and it was um, various branches were merging together. And then basically a week or two before she left on maternity leave, they had stopped that merger. So now they're saying that because um, because they don't have the same perks at all the branches anymore, 
that she's no longer entitled to that regional benefit. Okay, wow. I, I I understand. Well, obviously that's a huge deal. That is, uh, you know, I, that's why I asked. I didn't know if it's going to be an extra three hundred dollars, but you're telling me it's an extra nine thousand dollars. Well, yeah, this is effectively it's kind of like twenty to twenty five percent of her salary. Like it was a major that, reason why she took the job. Oh yeah, that is massive. That is massive. So how long has she been there total? <laughs> so she, she did a one year contract. And then Mm -hmm. she was off on maternity with our first child. So they had extended her um, an extra month to basically top her up right until the time when she was off with our first child. And then they pursued her to come back early. So before she was done her one-year maternity leave, they pursued her to come back early. So she did one day a week um, basically for two to three months. But when she signed her offer letter to go back, they had stipulated that her... um, seniority date or whatever you want to call it would be february of this year would have been when her maternity technically would have ended but i've heard you talk before about when a company kind of goes out of their way to pursue you that that may not matter how long ago did she actually start working for them for the first time even if it's on contract um maybe two to three years ago okay so First of all, you should know that the whole time that she's been on since then counts, okay? Even though she may have been on mad leave for some of this time or half this time, what have you, all this time counts. So she's a three-year employee if that's how long it's been. Now, obviously, this type of a change, uh, it's the same essentially as getting a pay cut. It doesn't matter that it's a perk. It's impacting her her, her take-home income. It's impacting her directly in the pocket. So they're not allowed to do that. They're not allowed to change the terms of, an, of employment in such a significant way. Uh, you know, like I said, if it were a couple hundred bucks, I wouldn't be too happy about it, but I'd say they could probably get away with it. But there's no way they can impact her to the tune of 25% of her income, not even close. Therefore, she now has an option. She can continue working and accept this change and continue, you know, she'll have to pay for the child care. You guys will have to pay for the child care and she continues working. That is option one, of course. Option number two, though, she can she can say, no, I'm not accepting that and treat this change as a termination of her employment. There's a constructive dismissal. She probably will be looking at anywhere from four to five to six months pay uh, is what she would be owed here by way of severance. The other thing is this. If they're changing the terms of employment while she's on a maternity leave, they're not allowed to do that. That that could be a breach of the Employment Standards Act, potentially even a breach of the Human Rights Code. So I'd want to find out more about exactly the reasons. But either way, regardless of the reason, she would be able to treat this as a constructive dismissal. So before she tells them whatever she wants to tell them, have her give me a call. Let's she and I uh, and you have a a more in-depth discussion off air, of course, uh, because this absolutely would be a constructive dismissal. All righty. Sounds great. Jeremy, appreciate the call, and uh, and well done for covering it uh, tonight for sure. The number to reach out, as mentioned, one 855 821 and to help at If she just rolled over and took it, even though she's off on a mat leave and accepted it, the nine grand cut, um, is she, would she be done if she let it go for three or four months and they decided to do another cut and another cut and another well, cut? Well, yeah. 
So obviously they're still paying for some of the daycare, or right. uh, they're just you know, they've reduced it. Well, if she allowed this to happen, then next month they could say, well, now we're going to reduce it more and more and more until eventually they could get rid of the whole thing. And at though that point, she wouldn't be able to do anything about it because she let them get away with it the first time. So it's important, not when it comes just to this, but any change to the terms of your employment, whether it's yeah. reduction in pay, whether it's a relocation, whether it's change your responsibility, change in hours, it's a big one. If the company does it when they otherwise would not have a right to do it and you let them do it, that could give them the right to do it again. And then the second time they do it, the third time, the tenth time, you're stuck with it, and that's a terrible way to work. Uh, so don't let the company get away with it the first time, at least without understanding what, you, what could happen if you do. Lots of time for your phone calls, 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Lots of open lines as well. Bring it on. Don't be bashful. Love to talk to you and get some answers and get down the uh, the right track, down the right road like Jeremy's about to do. Well done on him. Um, if you're an employer, never, or pardon me, an employee. If you're an employee, yeah, we've done the employer. If you're an employee, never do this. This is a nice list of warnings, right? It is exactly that. It's it's warnings. Things you should not do. As tempting as they may be, sometimes it's the you know it's the easy way to go. Whatever these list this list is, we're going to go through right now. Things you should not do, and, and instead, I'll, I'll try to tell you what you should do instead. Never, number one, never make assumptions about your legal rights or get information from the wrong sources like, you know, Google Law School. <laughs> exactly. And I wanted to start there. Uh, you know, when it comes to workplace rights, everyone thinks they know. Yep. They think they know what well, the law is this. They're allowed to do that. And I, I've been on, you know, message boards that deal with, you know, golf or deal with basketball. And, you know, every once in a while someone would pop a question about their uh, their workplace uh, rights, or workplace situation. Everyone's giving advice. Yeah. Oh, no, no, that's the law. They have to do this. They can't do that. And all of it is wrong, wrong, wrong. You have to know where you're getting your legal information from. You got to speak with someone that knows what he or she is doing. Uh, just like if you had a medical condition, you're not going to go on a uh, on a message board uh, that that deals with the Toronto Raptors to find out if you should be concerned about the uh, the tumor that you're having. So so you got to be smart about it, and you can't make assumptions about your legal rights. The law for most people is a lot better than you realize. But if you don't know that, if you assume that the law doesn't protect you or it doesn't apply to you or that you don't have rights, well, the law can't help you. So always be smart about it. Uh, go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca to find out about your specific situation. You can call me. You can email me. You can call this show. There's a lot of ways to find out about your rights. Uh, so don't ever make assumptions. Yeah, I know. It's funny. Years ago, you mentioned that uh, that golf you know, golf thread. And that was the reason why you started the severance pay calculator <laughs> all those years ago. Like, oh, man, i gotta, I got to put a plug in this dike. This thing's going to overflow. Like, just misinformation galore. Yeah, and I just kind of, I was reading this on my screen, screen, I just wanted to kind of jump through the screen and just shake these people and say, stop giving advice, it's all wrong. Yeah. And that's really was the genesis behind the original severance pay calculator, even this, this radio show that we're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think, uh, John, over the last seven years or so, we've been able to reach a lot of people, and I'm very proud of that. You bet. Uh, your phone calls four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on sale. Bring them on. We'd love to talk to you with our uh, remaining time here on your rainy Wednesday evening. Uh, if you're an employee, never do this. We'll get right back to one of those in just a moment. But I want to move over to uh, to Paul, who's been hanging on. Hey, Paul. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you, gentlemen? We're uh, we're okay. We're we're a little wet. Maybe you're not up at Quartha Lakes, but it's uh, it's a no, little no, miserable no. down here. It's wet. It's wet. Yeah, I know. So uh, what's on your mind, pal? 
Well, I, uh, just my daughter was just laid off, uh, ostensibly temporarily, given a 13-week layoff. Um, said they may or may not be calling her back after the 13 weeks, but they're offering to keep her benefits going for that period of time. Right. So I, my thing is, after that 13 weeks is up, and they possibly decide not to hire her back, can we go after them for her severance at that point? Because they've only offered her two weeks. So the answer is yes, but you don't need to wait till then. You can actually pursue your severance right now because a temporary layoff is illegal. The company does not have a right to lay her off temporarily unless, of course, it's an, it's explicitly uh, said in the employment agreement that she signed. If she, if she signed an employment agreement that gives them the power, that's fine. Or if they've done it to her before and she let them do it. But except for those two circumstances, the temporary layoff in and of itself is a termination. Therefore, she can treat her uh, employment as being terminated right now. Now, how long has she worked for, uh, for this company, Paul? Oh, just about uh, 14 months, I believe. And and what kind of a job and how old is your daughter? Uh, just, uh, she's uh, 29, uh, kind of like an assembly manufacturing position. So she'd be looking at about three months' pay. That's what severance for her would be. So she, if she would love to go back to work, she can wait and see what happens. Or she can say, no, you've essentially, you've, you have terminated my employment by putting me on this temporary layoff, so you got to pay, pay me my three months pay right now. It's up to her. The concern I would have, and I said this earlier on the show, is if she does wait and they do call her back and she goes back, she gives them the ability to lay her off temporarily again in the future. And then the next time they do it, she would not have the ability to say that's a termination. So that's something she needs to think about. But if she wants to say, no, I'm not going back, I understand, I want my severance right now, she can give us a call right now and we can help her get it. Yeah, I just I had a question. With that. Like they're paying her benefits for her for the next 13 weeks, which she's at currently using and needs. Well, she keep in mind benefits. that... No, uh, not at all, because I said three months severance, that means three months benefits. So it's, it's everything she would have received as an employee. Uh, okay. Salary, benefits, if there was a bonus, if there was a car allowance, whatever. Everything and anything that she would have received as an employee. So it's not just salary. Okay, that's good to know. I, I, I wasn't aware of that part with regards to the benefits. You got it. Yeah. So, so you know, I'll, I'll speak to her and give her her options, and she's ultimately going to decide. But I just perfect. wanted to be clear on what I was telling her. I appreciate it, guys. Love your show. Thanks, Paul. Uh, Paul, appreciate it, pal, and uh, smart thing calling through. There you go. You learn something every uh, every day on this show to reach out, Paul, and your daughter anyway, one 821 5900 We'll put you through and help at employmentlawyer.ca. Let's move on to uh, to Anthony. Hey, Anthony, good evening. Good evening. How are you doing tonight? Good, fella. What's uh, what's going on with you? Uh, I'm going through a dispute right now with my company. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I've been a lead hand for my company for 14 years. Uh, question is, Is can the manager come to me after 14 years of being a lead hand and tell me that uh, you are no longer a lead hand, I'm going to make you coordinator, and I'm going to take your pay away from you? Wow. So so it's not just a change in, in job. It's also reduction in pay? Yeah. How much yeah. of a reduction? Uh, we're talking maybe 5 maybe $7 an hour. Yeah, that that is that is a constructive dismissal, as I like to say, with a cherry on top. Uh, yeah. It's that obvious. Not only is it, you know, obviously a demotion or a change in job, it's a reduction in pay. There's no ability. So I'm assuming, by the way, sorry, this is not union. 
Non union, yeah. Non-union. Okay. So, so yeah, absolutely. And you, you've been there for 14 years. Well, I've been here Anthony, 16 years. So. 16 years, okay. Yeah. And, and as a lead hand, and, and how old are you, Anthony? I'm 45. So you'd be looking, you're, you're probably a, a, a 14 month, 15 month person. That's what severance for you would be about 14, 15 months of pay. Yeah. So it's, it's obviously substantial. So you, your options, I was, you can, okay, if you want to accept what they've offered, which is this new job and new pay, you can do that. Yeah. Or you can say, no, I'm not doing that. And you can treat this, this change as a constructive dismissal. This is an obvious, a blatant yeah. constructive dismissal. There's really no way to, for them to defend against it. Okay. So uh, if, if you want to say, no, I'm not accepting that, if they do it anyway and you want to treat this as a constructive dismissal, reach out to me, let's you and I speak off air, and I'll help you get that 15 months pay. It's a lot of money. They do yeah. not have a right to do what they're doing. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Anthony. Anthony. Uh, appreciate that. And again, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred to get a hold of Lior and the team, Anthony, and help at employmentlawyer.ca. Now, if he does go back, as you know, and he gets that pay reduction, and now they can do it again. So, not good, right? Not good for Anthony. And absolutely, yeah. can you imagine? They reduce his pay by five, six dollars an hour. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, and he accepts it. You know, he says, "I'll be the the good soldier," as I call it. Well, yeah. the problem with that is next month when they want to reduce it by another $5 or whatever it is, he can't do anything about it. He's stuck. So, Anthony, as I said before, probably don't want to let that happen. Uh, probably best if they're going to make such a big change to say, enough is enough. I had a good run. I'll take my severance and I'll go somewhere else. You bet. 416-870-6400 star 640 on sale. There's a number still got some time to, uh, to call in. In the meantime, if you're an employee, never accept significant changes to the terms of your employment like we just said. Yeah, and I've said this a few times. Yeah. Uh, very important. Probably right at the top of my list of things not to do. If you don't care about it now, you'll, you'll care later. Don't let the company make significant changes to the terms of employment. Don't accept those because of the fact that you're going to uh, give them the right to do it again. And that's a huge, huge problem. So in some situations, you may not care as much or you may be convinced that this is a one-time thing. It can't happen again. Fine. The problem I, see, I have, and I see this often, is company, you know, two years ago they reduced my pay. Now they want to do it again, and I have to tell you, sorry, my friend, because two years ago you let them do it, you're stuck. Now they, they can legally reduce it. So it's important to preserve your rights. If a company is going to implement a change that's a negative one that you don't want to have happen, if they're not backing off, you should consider constructive dismissal. But before you quit, before you say, aha, that's it, I'm out of here, constructive dismissal, you got to call me, okay, because we got to do this right. You don't want to just quit ever without speaking to me first. If you're an employee, never accept a verbal termination. Very important. And, I, and you, this this is uh, something you really want to consider because I've seen cases and uh, many times in my career where someone says, yeah, they called me and they told me I'm out of here. And then I contact the company and say, hey, pay up their severance. And they're saying, what are you talking about? We never fired him. He quit. Ah. So it becomes a he said, she said, if you don't have something in writing. So what happens in a situation where someone lets you go over the phone? If uh, you, you meet with them in person and they tell you, you you're let go, send them an email immediately, as soon as you can, saying, uh, you know, confirming today that you told me that that's it, that I'm done, that you're terminating my employment. Uh, send that email. That's it. And once you've done that, you're protected. That's all you need. Then you reach out to me and I'll get you your severance. 
The problem with not having anything in writing is it allows the company to say, no, no, we never did. You quit. You told us you're retiring. Uh, even if they make stuff up and it becomes a he said, she said, if you don't get a termination letter, you put it in writing. Email works best, and I wouldn't wait on it. If you're an employee, never resign if you don't really want to unless you have something in writing. That's a very similar to our, our other point, right? Always in writing. If, if no. it's not in writing, uh, it, it doesn't uh, exist. If, if there's anything that's promised to you, if there's anything that, that, that you want to have in writing, create that written record. You know, a company's not always going to give you the things that you want in writing. No problem. Back in the old days, you'd have to find some sort of a typewriter and uh, type it up and give them. Now, now you can just send an email, send an email, confirm everything that needs to happen in writing. Uh, never, ever uh, be lazy in doing that. If you don't do it, you will care about it at some point. Even conversations where you think there might be something lurking that uh, could be bad in your future, just send an email saying, just confirming what we talked about today, blah, 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 and keep a copy for yourself, right? Absolutely. You know, you, and uh, you know when you have a conversation like that, when you had a meeting, it's like, oh, gosh, I wish there was something in writing about this, or I wish there was a record of this. Well, no problem. Go back to your office, go or go home, and you know, grab your smartphone or your, your uh, desktop and write an email confirming what happened, send that email. If they disagree with it, they'll say what we disagree about. If if they don't say anything or they agree, you have that in writing. You have that. Nice. They're protecting you. It works every single time. Want to take uh, Ken here on the phone line? Hey, Ken. Good evening. Hey, how are you? Good, sir. What's uh, what's going on with you tonight? Oh, just driving along here and enjoying the show and the rain and yep. pitter patter on the tin roof. That's it. So, uh, <laughs> what's your what's your concern, brother? Well, uh, my, um, I've been with a company for almost 10 years, and uh, they uh, uh, offered me, asked me to apply for a new position that has been created within the company, and uh, told me what the wage would be. In fact, they advertised it, they posted it, so, which is a substantial amount of money, and uh, uh, the contract is that that they are they won't only want to offer me uh in the event of a layoff only two weeks the minimum amount right per year per year and they've also added in a clause that they want to be able to send me to their doctor of their choosing and they want access to all of my medical files wow holy cow well, yep. that that actually is is illegal. That that could easily be yeah. a breach of the of the human rights code. But let, let's let's deal with the severance aspect of it first. So you may actually let's say you're taking a job that is a ten thousand dollar pay increase, and that's a lot of money. Holy cow, ten thousand dollar pay increase! But by signing that agreement, you could be giving up fifty thousand dollars or or more in future severance. So. Right. You know, it's one of those things where you have to decide what's better for you. Now, keep in mind, they, they're not required to give you that other job if you don't sign. They can say, hey, no problem. You can continue working where you are. But if you want this other job, then you have to, uh, you have to actually sign this, uh, this contract. Now, uh, and then you can decide, do you want the job enough or not? And if you're not sure... One of the things you can do is send me a copy of the contract. Let me read. Let me tell you exactly what it does and what it doesn't do. 
Now, in terms of uh, your medical records, th- th- those are illegal. They can't ask for that. They, okay, it, it's it's mm-hmm. you know against privacy laws, against human rights laws. I would bring that up with them. Uh, I, I would never agree to something like that. Frankly, even if you agree, they probably couldn't enforce it. Right. But I wouldn't want you to get into this fight with them. But yep. why don't we start? Ken, with you send me a copy of the employment agreement. You can email it to me. Let me read it. Let me tell you what it says, or, or and let me tell you how, how worried you should be about it. And once we've done that, we can we can have our strategy. But ultimately, you have to be, and you're right to be concerned. You should be concerned. An agreement agreement like this can cost you a lot uh, down the road. Right now, do you want me to throw you another curveball? Quickly, Go you got about a minute. Yep. Okay, I started this job. July the 15th and they did they withheld my contractual wage and paid me uh, under the old terms which would be by the mile or by the hour and they built up a deficit of about seven thousand dollars and then said we'll release the money once you sign the contract no 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 that that's that's (sighs) illegal that that's nonsense that's Oh. By the way, that could even be a criminal offense potentially. So, so you know, <laughs> well, you they, and I—they've done that. They've done that, and yeah. the contract they offered had my start date of July the fifteenth in there, but they so, gave me the contract in September. Can we? <laughs> because we have to get off here. This is crazy. I mean, I, I was just about to use a stronger language. I'm glad I didn't. Uh, <laughs> Ken, I want you to reach out to me off air. Let, let's have a talk about that. Obviously, this is illegal. This company is not doing things right. Let's have a chat about that, and I'll help you. Ken, way to go. Thank you. Good way to wrap up the show for another week. As we say, that one is a big bull of wrong, and we'll take it from there. one 821 5900 to reach out to Lior. Help at employmentlawyer.ca, and always, always, always check out pocketemploymentlawyer.ca first as well. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. We are right back with On Point right here on Global News Radio.